0: Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Wa sallallahu wa sallam mabarak ala nabiyyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam tasmeem in kithira Zafrallahu lana wa li shaykhina wa lil muslimi'in Wa muslimi'in Yaqulul shaykhul islam rahimahu allahu ta'ala Fi kitabihi al-aqidatul wasitiyya ومن الإيمان بالله وكتبه الإيمان بأن القرآن كلام الله منزل غير مخلوق منه بدأ وإليه يعود وأن الله تكلم به حقيقة وأن هذا القرآن الذي أنزله على نبيه محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم هو كلام الله حقيقة لا كلام غيره ولا يجوز إطلاق القول بأنه هكاية عن كلام الله أو إبارة عنه بل إذا قرأه الناس أو كتبوه في المصاحف لم يخرج بذلك عن أن يكون كلام الله تعالى حقيقة فإن الكلام إنما يضاف حقيقة إلى من قاله مبتدئا لا إلى من قاله مبلغا مؤديا وهو كلام الله حروفه ومعانيه ليس كلام الله الحروف دون المعاني ولا المعاني دون الحروف وقد دخل ايضا فيما ذكرناه من الايمان به وبكتبه و وبملائكته وبرسله الايمان بان المؤمنين يرونه يرونه يوم القيامه عيانا بابصارهم كما يرون شمس الصحو ليس السحاب وكما يرون القمر ليلة البدري لا يضامون في رؤيته يرونه سبحانه وهم في عرصات القيامة ثم يرونه بعد الدخول الجنة كما يشاء الله تعالى ومن الإيمان باليوم الآخر الإيمان بكل ما أخبر به النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم مما يكون بعد الموت فيؤمنون بفتنه القبر وبعذاب القبر ونعيم فأما الفتنة فإن الناس يمتهنون في قبورهم فيقال للرجل من ربك وما دينك ومن نبيك فيثبت الله الذين آمنوا بالقول الثابت في الحياة الدنيا وفي الآخرة فيقول المؤمن ربي الله والإسلام ديني ومحمد صلى الله عليه وسلم نبيه واما المرتاب فيقول ها ها لا ادري سمعت الناس يقولون شيئا فقلت فيضرب بمرزبه من حديد فيصيح صيحه يسمعها كل شيء الا الانسان ولو سمعها الانسان لسعق ثم بعد هذه الفتنه اما نعيم واما عذاب الى ان تقوم القيامة الكبرى فتعاد الارواح الى الاجساد وتقوم القيامة التي أخبر الله بها في كتابه وعلى لسان رسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم وأجمع عليها المسلمون فيقوم الناس من قبورهم لرب العالمين حفاتا عراتا غرّا وتدن منهم الشمس ويلجمهم العرق فتنسب الموازين وتوزن بها أعمال العباد فمن ثقلت موازينه فأولئك هم المفلحون ومن خفت موازينه فأولئك الذين خسروا أنفسهم فأولئك الذين خسروا أنفسهم في جهنم خالدون وتنشر الدواوين وهي الصحائق الأعمال فآخذ كتابه بيمينه وآخذ كتابه بشماله أو من وراء ظهره كما قال سبحانه وتعالى وكل إنسان ألزمناه طائر طائره في عنقه ونخرج له يوم القيامة كتاب يلقاه منشورا اقرأ كتابك كفى بنفسك اليوم عليك حسيبه ويحاسب الله الخلائق ويخلو بعبده المؤمن فيقرره بذنوبه كما وصف ذلك في الكتاب والسنه كما وصف ذلك في الكتاب والسنة وأما الكفار فلا يحاسبون محاسبة من توزن حسناته وسيئاته، فإنه لا فإنه لا حسنات لهم، ولكن تعد أعمالهم فتحصى، فيوقفون عليها ويقررون بها ويجزون بها. وفي عرسات القيامة الحوض المورود للنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ماؤه أشد بياضاً من اللبن. وأحلى من العسل آنيته عدد النجوم السماء عدد النجوم السماء طوله شهر وعرضه شهر من يشرب منه شربة لا يذمأ بعدها أبدا
1: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد وهو على كل شيء قدير ونشهد أن محمداً عبد الله وخليله أرسله رحمة للعالمين فبلغ الرسالة وعد الأمانة ونصح للأمة وجاهد في الله حق جهاده وترك أمته على محجة بيضا ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك ولضال الله جل وعلا على صحابه محمد الذين آمنوا به وجاهدوا معه وجاهدوا معه فبدلوا أنفسهم وأمالهم في سبيل مرضى صلوات الله وسلم عليه فنسأل الله أن يرضى عنهم ويقوم اجمعنا بهم في جنات النعيم وان يجعلنا جميعا من الذين قال الله فيهم والذين جاءوا من بعدهم يقولون ربنا اغفر لنا ولاخواننا الذين سبقونا للايمان ولا تجعل في قلوبنا غل الذين غلا للذين غلا الذين امنوا اللهم اجعلنا كذلك جميعا ثم في در هذا اليوم من رساله شيخ الاسلام محمد بن أحمد بن عبد الحليم بن تيمير رحمه الله عليه فيما يتعلق بالإيمان بالله فالإيمان بالله جل وعلا وكتبه الإيمان بالله نؤمن بأنه سبحانه وتعالى موجود فعال لما يريد خالق كل شيء كل امر اليه وما من مخلوق الا وملك الله جل وعلا فهو مالك الملك ملك الله ينازعه في احد الايمان بالله جل وعلا ان نصدق بوجوده حقيقه وانه المطلع على اعمالنا وما في قلوبنا وتحقيق الإيمان به أن نطيعه ونعمل ما أمرنا بعمله وأن ننتهي عما نهانا عن إتيانه لأنه لا يتحقق الإيمان إلا بأن يقوم المسلم بأداء ما فرض الله عليه ويتقرب إلى ربه جل وعلا بما يحبه ربه سبحانه وتعالى مع إيمان المؤمن المسلم أن الله غني عن كل عبادات الخلق وإنما الخلق محتاجون إلى الله جل وعلا فيتقربون إليه جل وعلا بطاعته وريضانه ومن الإيمان بالله وكتبها الإيمان بالكتب كما مضى أن نؤمن بكل كتاب أنزله الله نؤمن بالتوراه نؤمن بالإنجيل نؤمن بزبور داود نؤمن بصحف إبراهيم لكل ما أنزله الله وذكره الله الجل وعلا في القرآن أو ذكره في السنة ذكره النبي في السنة نؤمن به ومن الإيمان بكتب الله الإيمان القرآن هذا المنهج العظيم الذي ميز الله به جل وعلا الأمة الإسلامية تكلم به الله سبحانه وتعالى كلاما فلا بدنا أن نؤمن بأن الله أن القرآن كلام الله ليس مخلوقا وإنما هو كلام نطق به الله جل وعلا إن بعض الفرق المنتميه للإسلام تزعم أن القرآن شيء مخلوق فالحقيقة أن القرآن كلام الله نزله على محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم كلام الله منزل يعني لم يخلق غير مخلوق تأكيد لأنه لم يخلق منه بدأ وإليه يعود القرآن جل وعلا من الله سبحانه وتعالى هو الذي قال وسوف يعود في آخر الزمان حتى لا يبقى في الوجود شيء منه وان الله تكلم به حقيقه يعني لأ المعولون من المعتزله وامثالهم يقولون يعني خلق هذه المعاني الله جل وعلا ونطق بها المتكلمون الرسل لا بل هو كلام الله والمسلم لا يكون مسلما الا اذا امن بان الله جل وعلا تكلم ويتكلم وقد قال الله وكلم الله موسى تكليما كما سبق ذكر في هذه الرساله ونؤمن بان هذا القران الذي بين ايدينا في المصاحف انزله الله جل وعلا على محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم فهو حقيقه في الفاضه وحروفه وعلى الكيفيه التي تلقاها النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وتلقاها صحابة نبي الله صلى الله عليه وسلم عنه ثم دلغوها للناس رضي الله عنهم وارضاهم ثم يقول الشيخ الإسلام ولا يجوز إطلاق القول بأنه حكاية يعني هذا القران معنى كلام الله لا بل هو كلام الله بنصوصه وحروفه واذا قراه الناس او كتبوه فهو في الحقيقه كلام الله ما كتب في المصاحف وما قد يكتب على لوحات دراسات أو في أوراق من القرآن فهو كلام الله لا يغيره عن هذا المعنى ناقله من كتاب إلى كتاب بل هو كلام الله جل وعلا ثم يقول الشيخ رحمة الله عليه فإن الكلام إنما يضاف حقيقة إلى من قاله مبتدئا به لا شك أن القرآن قاله الله جل وعلا وهو الموتد به وليس مبلغا عنه معنا يقول وقد دخل ايضا فيما في ذكرنا من الإيمان به وبكتبه وبملائكته وبرسله الإيمان بأن المؤمنين يرون ربهم جل وعلا عيانا بِأَبْصَارِهِمْ كما يرون الشمس الصحوة ليس دونها سحاب أو ليس فيها سحاب وكما يرون القمر ليلة البدر يعني ليلة الخامس عشر أو الثالث عشر والرابع عشر والخامس عشر لليالي الإبداء والنبي قال أنكم ترون الله كما ترون الشمس والقمر لا تضامون أو لا تضامون ثم يقول ويرونه سبحانه يرون الله جل وعلا في عرسات القيامة ثم يرونه بعد دخول الجنة كما يشاء جل وعلا يقول النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في الحديث الصحيح ما منكم من أحد إلا سيكلم ربه يوم القيامة ليس بينه وبينه ترجمان يعني يراه ويكلمه ثم يقول فاتقوا الله واتقوا النار ولو في كذا وكذا يعني ولو بتمره يعني بأقل صدق يقول ويرونه بعد دخول الجنة كما يشاء يعني أهل الجنة الذي مسك الله جل وعلا أن يجعلنا جميعا منهم يزورون الله جل وعلا في الجمعة ثم يكشف لهم جل وعلا عن وجهه فلا يرون شيئاً أحب إليهم من ربهم سبحانه وتعالى يقول الشيخ رحمه الله عليه ومن الإيمان بالله الإيمان باليوم الآخر ومن لازم الإيمان باليوم الآخر أن يستعد الواحد لذلك اليوم بما يحتاج وذلك اليوم اسمع انه يؤمن باليوم الآخر ولا يكلف نفسه شيئاً لا الله يقول يا الذين أمنوا اتقوا الله وَلْتَنْظُرْ نَفْسٌ مَا قَدَّمَتْ لِغَدْ مَا الَّذِي قَدَّمْنَاهُ وَمَا الَّذِي سَنُقَدْمُهُ رَبُّنَا غَنِيٌّ عَنَّا لكن نطيع نؤدي العبادات التي شرعها لنا نكثر من الثناء عليه وتنزيه وتسبيحه ومن لازم الايمان باليوم الآخر أن تستعد له أنت لو أردت أن تذهب إلى بلد ما تستعد بما تحتاجه في ذلك البلد إذا لم يكن عداً لك ونحن ما عدلنا شيء في الآخرة إنما هي أعمالنا من عمل صالحاً وجده كما قال الله جل وعلا إنما هي أعمالكم احصيها لكم ثم وفيكم إياها من وَجِدَ خَيْرًا فَلْيَحْمَدِ اللَّهِ إِنْ فَضْلَ لَهُ جَلَّ وعلا وَمَنْ وَجِدَ غَيْرَ ذَلِكُ فَلَا يَلُومَنَّ إِلَّا نَفْسَهِ يعني هو الذي قصر بلا آدم ومن الإيمان الإيمان بكل ما أخبر الله به مما يكون بعد الموت فلا بد من الإيمان بفتنة القبر وبعذاب الخبر الذي أخبر أن في القبر عذابا ولذلك اشار لنا ان نستعيذ في كل صلواتنا بالله من عذاب القبر وغادي الاستعادة تقتضي ان نؤمن لان في القبر عذابا وقد ذكر النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم هذا امور ليبين لهم مر ونفرت الدابه في نعمه من قبر قال إن هذه القبور إن هؤلاء الاموات يعذبون في قبورهم ثم أمرنا في كل صلاة أن نستعيد بالله من فترة المسيح الدجال ومن عذاب الخبر يقول ومما يقول بعد الموت وبعد هذا الخبر ونعيمة. الإنسان في القبر المؤمن يكون خبره روضة من رياض الجنة نسال الله ان نكون كذلك واما العصاه الطعاه الظلمه فلهم النار الله يقول عنهم النار يعرضون عليها غدوا وعشيا في الصباح والمساء المؤمن يرى النعيم والغبطه استبشروا فيه قبره يقولوا عمل الفتنه فان الناس يمتحنون في قبوره ما هي فتنه القبور المناقشه واول الامر لما يوضع في القبر ياتي ملكان كيف يجلسان كيف يجلسانه لا ندري ما حل معه في القبر لكن من يحضر بذلك ويسأل يسأل عن ثلاث أمور محدودة يقول لهم الرب المؤمن يبادل يقول ربي الله ليس عنده شك يقول له وما دينك فيقول ديني الإسلام فيقال له وَمَنْ نَبِيُّكَ؟ فيقول نبي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم هذا المؤمن الذي يجيب بهذه الأجوبة يقول له كذا يقول له أموحا السائلون نم صالحاً يعني يثلون عليه فيثبت الله الذين آمنوا بالخوص الثابت في الحياة في الدنيا وفي الآخرة فيقول مؤمن ربي الله والإسلام ديني ومحمد صلى الله عليه وسلم نبي نقلوا هنا في السؤال من ربك لأن كلمة من في لغة العرب تدل على العاقل من ربك وما دينك الدين ليس بشيء متحرك وإنما إيمان يقال ما حرف الماء التي هم ما ليست لا ما يتعلق بالعخرى وما النبي لما جت للنبي جت كلمة من يقال وأما المرتاب المؤمن يقول الله وأما المرتاب فيقول ها ها لا أدري سمعت الناس يقولون شيئا فقلت فيضرب بمرزبة المرزبة هي المطرقة الخبيرة الضخمة فيصيح ابن آدم صايحة يسمعها كل شيء إلا الإنسان يقول النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ولو سمعها الإنسان لصعق لو وغمي عليه صار في صعق, في صعق. الذي أخبر أيضا لو يعلم الناس يسمعوننا في خضون من العذاب ما استطاعوا أن يعيشوا في دنياهم فمن لطف الله بهم أنه أبعد عنهم سماع الفزع والهلع والخوف فألف المرتب يقول هاه لا أدري سمعت الناس يقولون شيء فقلت فأيضا رب المرزبة من حديد ثم بعد هذه الفتنه إما نعيم وإما علاء إلى أن تقوم القيامة الكبرى فتعاد الأرواح إلى جسد هذه الفترة بعد ذلك الامتحان والاختبار في القبر كيف يكون؟ يدخل الملائكة هذا ليس إلينا الذي إلينا أن نؤمن به أنه حقيقة هذا القبر الذي لا يتسأل الإنسان أن يجلس في نظرنا وما نرى هذا يجلس ويناقش يناقشه الملكان ويجاوبهم بما ينفعه وما يضره ثم المؤمن يوسع له قبره يكون في رضة من رياض الجنة نسأل الله أن نقول من هؤلاء ثم بعد هذه الفتنه اما نعيم واما عذاب واما الى ان تقوم الساعه الكبرى واما نعيم فاهل الامام ونعمون ولما ذكر عن قال ان الشيخ هذا قادر عند ربهم يرزقون قال عند قيام الساعه فعاد الارواح الى الساعه نحن لما ننظر الى الإجساد وتفتتت صارت تراما الذي اوجدها من لا شيء قادرا على ايجادها وفي القران ونفخ في الصور فصعق من في السماوات ومن في الارض الا من شاء الله ثم نفخ فيه اخرى تصور لما نفخ على احد يصعقون النفخة الثانية ترى الناس قياما ينظرون كيف كان ذلك بتدبير فعل وتدبير الفعال اللي ما يريد جل وعلا إذن علينا أن نخاف من هذا عمل ولا تمس تحصيل رضا فاتو عادل أجل. في لحظة واحدة الكفار يقول هذا غير معقول لكنهم يغفلون أن يتفكروا في أصل خلق الإنسان قال ثم تقوم القيامة التي أخبر الله بها في كتابه وعلى لسان رسوله وأجمع عليها المسلمون يعني أن المسلمين متفقون على أن القيامة تقوم لماذا عرف هذا؟ مما قاله الله وما قاله رسوله يقوم الناس من قبولهم رب العالمين حفاة عراثا غرلا يعني حفاة لا أحذية لهم غراث لا ملابس عليهم غرلا لم يختنوا يعود كل شيء إلى هذا الإنسان يكون كيوم ولدته أمه بالنسبة للمجموع الخلق واما في الكيفيه فعلى خروج الناس من قبورهم وتدن الشمس يكتفون في المحشر وتدن الشمس منهم ذنو لا يسلطها الله جل وعلا على احراقهم واذا لو ذنت الشمس علينا في هذه الدنيا هذه الدنات ذكر في أن تدن نسق على الناس يوم القيامه أحرقت من على وجه الأرض فتدن الشمس منهم ويلجمهم العرق ثم انظر إلى العرق تجد عالما في مكان واحد أحد يبلغ العرق منه إلى أن يصل إلى فمه قريب الفم وأحد لا يغطي قدمه وهم في موقف واحد وعلى ارض مستويه ليس فيها منخفضات ولا مرتفعات كيف كان بتدبير الفعال لما يريد ثم, ثم يحصل على الاستشفاع عندما يطول الموقف ويحصل الضيق وقد ياتي الى ادم ياتي الناس الى ادم يطلبون يشفع فيعتذر وأنه أخطأ واكل من الشجرة إلى آخره يأتون إلى نوح فيعتذر لما حصل دعاء على قومه دعوة ثم ينتقلون إلى الأنبياء إلى إبراهيم فيعتذر إبراهيم ويقول إني كذبت ثلاث كذبات ما يأتون إلا إلى آدم ثم إلى وللعزم من الرسل يقول ابراهيم عليه السلام ثلاث قرينات ما هي قال لقومه اني سقيم يعني وليس مرضه وهو ليس في مرض قال لقومه لما كسر الاصنام بل فعله كبيرهم قال عن زوجته ساره انها اختي وعلم قال لها اني قلت اختي لانه ليس في الأقل على وجه الاول مسلم سوى هو سوى فتنصب الموازين فتوزن بها أعمال العباد يعني هم يخرجون حرفات عرات غير محتونين غرلة وتدن الشمس منهم ويجبهم العرق حتى إذا شفع النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كل واحد من الأنبياء اقتداء من, من نادم إلى نوح إلى إبراهيم إلى موسى وكل واحد يدفره ما يعتذر به إلا عيسى ما يذكر شيئا ولكن عيسى يقول لهم اذهبوا إلى محمد فإنه قد غفر الله له ما تقدم من ذنبه وما تأخر فإذا جاءوا إلى محمد طلبوا منه يشفع قال أنا لها ثم يسجد تحت العرش يقول فيفتح علي من الآ التسبيح مثل شيء لا أذكره الآن أن يفتح يفتح علي ذلك في ذلك الموقف. ثم يستجيبوا الله بالشفاعة ويعرضون على الحساب فتنصب الموازين فتوزن بها أعمال العباد الأعمال العباد هذه عمل فما نشوف لها جرم بيننا لكن الله جل وعلا على كل شيء قدير تاتي هذه الأعمال لأن النبي لما قال سبحان الله شملأ الميزان سبحان الله والحمد لله الله ما بين السماء والأرض مع أنه في فيها تصور ان في هناك من موازينه فأولئك هم المفلحون لما هذه الأعمال أهل الإيمان يرجح ترجح أعمالهم الصالحة يفوزون تفق موازينه هؤلاء هم أهل الفلاح رضا الله جل وعلا ومن خفت موازينه غاشت. فأولئك الذين حسروا أنفسهم في جهنم نعوذ بالله من نار جهنم بعد هذا الوزن تنشر الموازين تنشر نتائج الموازين الأعمال أحدا يعطي كتابه بيمينه وأحداً يُعطى كتابه بشماله باليد اليسرى أحد يُعطى كتابه بالوجه واحد يُعطى من وراء ظهره وقد قص الله جل وعلا علينا في القرآن بهذه الأحوال فيقول وهي الصحايا في الأعمال فآخذ كتابه بيمينه وآخذ كتابه بشماله أو من وراء ظهره كما قال كل إنسان ألزمناه وطائره في عنقه ونخرج له يوم القيامة كتابا من منشورا الطائر هو من يقولون تطيرنا لكم كذا يعني كل إنسان شؤمه معه وكل صالح فلاحه معه كما قال سبحانه كل إنسان ألزمناه وطائر في عنقه ونخرج له يوم القيامة كتابا يلقاه منشورا اقرأ كتابك كفى بنفسك اليوم عليك حسين كل واحد الذي كان يقرأ في الدنيا والذي لا يقرأ في ذلك اليوم يقرأ يعرف ما له وما عليه لكن المفرط يقول يا ليتني لم أت كتابيا ولم أدري ما حسابيا ثم لا يكتب بهذا يقول يا ليتها كانت القاضية كما يقول لك Ya ليتني كنت تراضع يقول ويحاسب الله الخلائق ويخلو بعبد المؤمن فيقرره بذنوبه كما وصف وصف ذلك في الكتاب والسنة الله ذكر في القرآن الكريم مخاطبة والعذاد وذكر من يحجظهم كلا إنهم أردهم يومئذ لنحجوبون إلى آخره والسنه هي رقابه يقول النبي ما منكم من احد الا سيخاطبه الله ربه يوم القيامه ليس بينه وبينه ترجمان كيف يكون ذلك الله هو العالم بكل شيء اما الكفار فلا يحاسبون محاسبة لان المحاسبه انما هي التي يراد ان ينظر ما الذي له وما الذي عليه لكن الذي لا شيء له من مات على الكفر يقول الله عنه وَقَدِمْنَا إِلَى مَا عَلُّوا مِنْ عَمَلِ فَجِعَلْنَاهُ هَبَاءً مَنْثُورًا إلى اعتبار الله فلا يحاسمون الكفر وتوزن حسن... أم... توزن حسناته وسيئاته فإنه لا حسن وهؤلاء لا حسنة لهم لكن تعد أعمالهم تحصى ويوقفون عليها ويقررون بها ويجزون بها الله جل وعلا أحضر أنه لا يظلم أحد في الحديث القدسي إني حرمت الظلم على نفسي وجعلته بينكم محرما فالله سبحانه لا يظلم أحد ولا أحد ألزمه بأن لا يظلم أحدا لكنه هو ألزم نفسه حرم على نفسه الظلم وحرمه على العباد نظر الحوض الله عليه وسلم في حاره القيامة الحوض المورود حوض النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ماء اشد بياضا من اللبن حلاوه واحلى من العسل لا يحتاج الناس لان ياتوا باواني يعترفون منها انيته فيه انيته عدد نجوم السماء طولهم سيره شهر وارضهم سيره شهر من يشرب منه شر له لا, لا يظما بعدها ابدا لكن الناس بعضهم يطرد عن الحوض حوض النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ما أخبرنا لي واقف عند الحوض فيقول فيذات ناس يعني من الأمة فقول أمتي أمتي فيقال إنك لا تدري ما أحدث بعدك إنهم لم يزالوا مهتدين على أعقابهم فأقول سحقا سحقا فنسأل الله جل وعلا أن يثبتنا جميعا على الهدى ولا نجعلنا من الذين يرجعون عن الحق الى الظلام الله جل وعلا وعليه من الواردين على الحوض النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وان يوفق الله تعالى التي تجعلنا نريد ذلك الحوض المبارك صلى الله عليه
0: الشيخ الله تعالى we began by praising Allah Azawajal. He is alone; He has no partners. We seek refuge in Allah Azawajal from the evil of ourselves. And He bore witness, or He mentioned that, and we bear witness to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam as His slave and messenger, and the one who was held to be dear by Allah. Allah sent him as a mercy for mankind. He was sincere. He fought in the way of Allah. He left his ummah upon a clear path No one deviates from it except that he is astray and May Allah be pleased with the companions of the Prophet wasallam. Those who believed in him and fought aside him And migrated with him and to him We ask Allah Azza wa Jal to be pleased with them And to make us from amongst those uh, Or to uh, gather us with them in Jannah and to make us from amongst those who say, Oh Allah, forgive us and our brothers who have preceded us in faith and do not place within our chest any dislike for the believers. In this lesson, explanation of Al-Aqeedit al-Wasatiyyah, Shaykh al-Islam ibn Rahim Allah Ta'ala, he mentioned about belief in Allah Azza wa Jal. And from belief in Allah is that we believe that Allah is present and that Allah created all of the creation. And that everyone belongs to Allah Azza wajal. The dominion is His, and no one can debate with Allah in that regard. To so believe that He is present, we believe that He is all aware of our actions, and we believe that He is aware of that which is in our chests. From true faith in Allah Azza wajal is that we obey His orders. And that we abstain from that which Allah has forbade. And we understand that in obedience to the orders of Allah, we understand that Allah Azza is not in need of our obedience. He is He is self sufficient But all of the creation are in need of Allah. And moving on to belief in the books of Allah Azza. We believe in all of the books of Allah That were sent down The Torah, the Injil, the Zabur We believe in that which Allah Has informed of his books in the Quran And that which the Prophet Has informed of the books in the Sunnah And from that is belief in the Quran And this is a tremendous methodology That Allah has distinguished Or this is a tremendous blessing That Allah has distinguished The final uh, followers or the followers of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu the Qur'an We believe that it is the speech of Allah Azza wa it is not created And Allah spoke with The Qur'an Whether it is And we believe whether it is the letters of the Qur'an Or the meaning, this is all from Allah Azza wa Jalla, And nothing from it is Created It began from Allah Azza wa Allah is the one who spoke with the Qur'an and in the latter days, it would return to Allah Azza wa as it was mentioned by the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, so much so no parts of the Quran would remain upon the face of the earth. And we do not say, as those who distort the meaning and the belief in the Quran, like the Mu'tazila, they say that Allah created the meaning of the Quran and the Prophets spoke with it. The Muslim does not have this belief. But we believe that Allah spoke with the Quran. And we believe that which is present in the book is the Quran. It was sent down from Allah Azwajal to his Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Its meaning, its words, that which is present in the books. And we believe just as the Prophet took it from his Lord and the companions took it from the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and they propagated it and taught it to others. It is not permissible to say that the Quran is a narration and uh, it is not permissible to say that the Quran is a narration or an interpretation no this is the speech the actual speech of Allah azza wa the letters that are present in the book they are the speech of Allah azza wa whether the people write it down or whether the people speak with it it is the speech of Allah azza wa and we do not change this belief Na'am. And the speech, as Sheikhul Islam ibn Atiyah mentioned, the speech is attributed to the person who, or the individual who said it at first. So Allah is the one who said the Qur'an first. It is not attributed to the person who narrated it. Na'am. Then from belief in Allah Jalla is that we believe, as the author mentioned, rahimahullah ta'ala, Is that we the believers would see their Lord on the day of judgment? So the believers will see their Lord on the day of judgment with their eyes, as was mentioned by the Prophet wasallam You will be able to see Allah just as you see the moon on the night of the full moon. Not that Allah is similar to the moon, but the ease that you have in seeing the moon—that is the ease that you will have in seeing Allah Azawajal. No one would fight. And some people seeing, and some people not seeing. No, the believers will see their Lord, ta'ala Then the author mentioned Rahim Taala about that which would take place after, after death. That which would take place after death, or before that? No, before that, the Sheikh Haji ta'ala mentioned that the believers would see their Lord, Ta'ala on Yom Al and likewise, the believers would see their Lord once they enter into Jannah. And that is in the hadith where the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, There is none from amongst you. The authentic hadith where the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, There is none from amongst you except that his Lord would speak to him. So you would see Allah Azawajal. Then the Shaykh mentioned allah Ta'ala that the believers once they enter into Jannah, they would see their Lord on a Friday. On the Fridays the believers would see their Lord Sallallahu and he would lift his veil. And once they see their Lord, ta'ala, there's nothing more beloved to them than the face of Allah Azza wa jal. And the Shaykh mentioned Habib Allah Ta'ala also from the belief uh, the belief uh, of Ahl Sunnah is that we believe in the hereafter and everything that would take place after our death. And the Shaykh mentioned Habib Allah Ta'ala from belief in the hereafter, it is not that you merely believe in it, but likewise you prepare for it is that you prepare for this particular day and you do everything which you must do in preparation for this day as Allah mentioned in the Quran نَفْسٌ مَا غدل it's upon the individual to look at that which they have put forward for tomorrow so the shaykh mentioned Habib Allah Ta'ala so you should look towards your deeds and you should also keep in mind that Allah is not in need of your deeds but you have to obey Allah Azza wa Jal. you have to obey Allah with righteous deeds and you have to also increase in your supplication and your remembrance of Allah and praise of Allah Azawajal. And the shaykh mentioned Habibullah Ta'ala, if an individual wanted to go from one land, if an individual wanted to travel from one land to another land, he would prepare. So likewise, if you're traveling from this dunya to the akhirah, you m- must prepare for that time. And if the individual finds good, then he should praise Allah Azawajal. As it was mentioned by the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Man فَلْيَحْمَدِ اللَّهِ whoever finds good in the hereafter, on qiyamah, whoever finds good he should praise Allah. And whoever finds other than that, then he should only blame himself. So the individual, if he does not act in obedience to Allah Azwajal, then he should only blame himself. He is the cause of that. Then the Shaykh mentioned Havibala ta'ala about the punishment of the grave. Or the fitna of the grave What is the fitna of the grave? The fitna of the grave is the questioning And the Prophet ﷺ has legislated that we seek refuge in Allah From the fitna of the grave The trials and the tribulations of the grave The Prophet ﷺ mentioned that the people will be punished and tested in their graves And he also legislated And he ordered us to seek refuge in Allah azza wa from the fitna til qabr from the tribulations of the grave. The believer, his grave is a garden from the gardens of Jinnah. And we ask Allah Azza wa Jalla to make us from amongst those who will obtain a garden from the gardens of Jinnah. The believer, their grave would be light. Naam, the believer, their graves would be gardens from the garden, a garden from the gardens of Jinnah. As for the disbelievers, then their graves would be from the... Uh, the punishment of the hellfire. As Allah ta'ala mentioned, the, the fire, they are afflicted with the fire in the morning and at night. So the disbelievers, their graves are a portion of the hellfire. The fitna of the qabr is that you will be asked in your grave. Once an individual is placed in his grave, he will be he is sit up. And the shaykh mentioned, Allah Akbar, we don't know how. How is the dead individual? How is the corpse? How is it? Uh, made to sit up, we don't know this, but we believe in it. Why? Because the Prophet sallallahu alaihi informed of it. Then the Shaykh mentioned Habib Allah Ta'ala, then the individual will be asked three questions. The first, who is your Lord? The believer immediately, he would say, my Lord is Allah. He does not have any doubt. He does not have any hesitation. And then it would be said to him, what is your religion? And the believer would immediately say, my religion is Islam. Then it would be said, and who is your Prophet? He said, My Prophet is Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The believer would respond immediately without any type of hesitation. And then it would be said to him by the angels, sleep in peace. He would be told to sleep in peace. They are praising him. They are informing that his actions are accepted and his actions are righteous. And the Shaykh mentioned when it says men rabuk, men, because uh uh, this is, this is, the after, yani you're talking about an individual. دينك. دينك. Why? Because the religion is not an individual, so it is said. And Why? Because the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi is an individual, so we use men. So when it is referring to Allah, you use men. When it is referring to the religion, you use man And when it, is referring, when it is referring to the Prophet Sallallahu you use men. And that is re- related to the Arabic uh, grammatics. Then the Shaykh mentioned Hafiz Allah Ta'ala with regards to the murtab, the individual who doubts. He would say, huh? Huh? I don't know. I heard people say and I said. So this individual would not be able to respond on to the questions in the grave. And then this individual would be beat with a tremendous large hammer. He would be beat. And when he is beaten with his hammer, he would scream. And everyone can hear the scream except the humans. And the Prophet ﷺ said, if the human was to hear the scream, then the individual would become unconscious. And this is from the mercy, the Shaykh mentioned, تعالى, this is from the mercy of Allah, جل, because if an individual was to hear the screaming of the people who are beat with the hammers in their graves, the individual would not be able to survive. The individual would no longer be able to survive in this life. After the people are questioned in the grave, and the Sheikh mentioned, we don't know how the angels enter into the graves. We don't know how they sit the individual up. But we believe in it because this is what the Prophet ﷺ has informed us. And we believe that the believers, their graves are expanded. Their graves are uh, uh, made to expand. And this individual would live in comfort until he is resurrected. And we believe that the believers will receive pure comfort in their graves. As the Prophet ﷺ mentioned, or Allah mentioned about the shuhada. Allah Ta'ala mentioned about the, the martyrs. Indeed, they are alive with their Lord and they are receiving their provisions. And then the souls are returned to the graves. The souls are returned to the bodies. The shaykh mentioned Habib Allah Ta'ala, we see. We see the body is, uh, you know, we see that the body is eaten by the dirt and the worms and the likes of that. But... We, Yani But we believe in this Because it was informed by our beloved Prophet Sallallahu alayhi wa And we understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Is able to do all things The shaykh mentioned Habib Allah ta'ala That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said yani, To show you how Allah is able to do all things Things we can't comprehend That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned وَنُفِخَ فِي السُورِ فَسَعِقَ مَنْ فِي, في الْأَرْضِ That the, the, the horn would be blown in And everyone would fall down Everyone would die except those whom Allah ta'ala chooses so everyone would fall down everyone would die and then وَنُفِقَ فِيهِ أُخْرَى فَإِذْهُمْ قِيَامٌ mm, then the verse fa فَإِذْهُمْ قِيَامٌ يَمْذُرُونَ uh, then the horn would be blown in another time and the people would be standing looking so the shaykh mentioned so yani imagine or is reality we can't imagine that the horn would be blown in and everyone on everyone would die and then the horn would be blown in a second time And everyone will be standing looking around Then the shaykh mentioned Habib Allah We have to be scared of this, of this day We have to be fearful of this day And we have to do everything to, uh, In order to allow us to please Allah Azza wa Jal Then the shaykh mentioned Habib Allah And the reality is the believer We reflect over this The believer, it is upon the believers to reflect over this And they're standing in front of Allah But the disbelievers, they are negligent about the origin of their creation They are negligent That they're going to be questioned And they're going to have to stand for their deeds And then the Al Islam Ibn Taymiyyah ta'ala, He mentioned that the Muslims are in agreement And there's a consensus of Muslim, amongst the Muslims That the, they would stand in front of their Lord On the Day of Judgment And how would they stand in front of their Lord This was mentioned by the Prophet ﷺ Hufat, yani They would be barefoot rot, They would be naked ghurlan, They would be uncircumcised this is how they would stand in front of their Lord, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Tadnu, tadnu as shams. Tadnu minhum as shams. The sun would be brought close. The shaykh mentioned Habibullah ta'ala that Allah Jalla would decree that the sun would not burn the people on the day of judgment. No matter how close it comes. But in this life, if the sun was brought slightly, clo- slightly close, it would burn everything. But on the day of judgment, the sun would be brought close and it would not burn the individuals. And then the people would be Sweating. And the shaykh mentioned, this is another thing that we have to reflect over. That you have individuals, all of them would be standing on the same level. And they would be standing next to one another. But some of them would be drowning in their sweat. And some of them, their sweat would just uh, reach their ankles. And they're standing beside one another. How is this? This is the decree of Allah Azza wa Then you have the shafa'ah, you have the intercession. When the people would be drowning in their sweat, when the people would be in this state of difficulty, they would go to Adam salam and they would request from Adam to request from Allah to allow or to start the reckoning. To start the reckoning because of this state of difficulty. And Adam salam he brings an excuse. He says, I cannot do it. And he mentions his mistake. He mentioned that he ate from the forbidden tree. And then they go to Nuh a.s. And they request from Nuh, please request from your Lord to bring about the reckoning. And Nuh says, I cannot do it. And he mentioned his mistake that he supplicated against his people. And then they go to Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam and they request from him the same thing. And Ibrahim says, I cannot do it. I lied three times. And what was the lie? Ibrahim said to his people when he was a young boy and he wanted to destroy He wanted to destroy destroy the idols. He said to his people, I am sick. When they were going out to their 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 celebration, Ibrahim said to his people, I am sick. He did so because he wanted to destroy the, the idols. And then the second one is when he said to his people, when they returned and they found that their idols were destroyed, except their idols were smashed, except one of them. And they said to Ibrahim, did you do this? He said, no, the big one did it. He said, that was my second lie. And the third lie, when the people approached Ibrahim alayhi salam and at that time they wanted to take away all of the women and uh, Ibrahim said this is my sister and if, if he said this is my wife they would have they would have taken her as a captive but Ibrahim said this is my sister because there were no believers upon the face of the earth so he said this is my sister so Ibrahim uh, so Adam and Nuh and Ibrahim and Musa and Isa all of them mentioned their excuse Isa did not mention an excuse Musa mentioned that he killed someone Isa did not mention an excuse. He said, go to Muhammad, for verily he is the prophet that Allah Jalla forgive him, forgave him his past sins and his future sins. And then when the people approached Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, it is for me. The prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would approach the throne of Allah Jalla and then he would fall in prostration. And then the prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would supplicate to Allah and praise Allah in a manner that he never supplicated to Allah and praised Allah before. And then Allah Azza wa Jalla would accept that from the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and then he would receive the intercession. And then the intercession begins. The Shaykh mentioned, Habibullah Ta'ala, the deeds of the believers, the deeds of the individuals would be weighed. And we don't know how Allah would weigh the deeds on the scales, but we understand, or we don't know how a deed has weight. We do not understand how a deed has weight, but verily Allah is able to do all things. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned, SubhanAllah, al-mizan Verily the statement, Glory be to Allah, this fill, fills the scales. And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned, Verily the supplication or the glorification of Allah, It fills that which is between the heavens and that which is between the earth. We don't see it, but we know it is true because it was mentioned by the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So the deeds would be weighed on the day of judgment. And the deeds of the believers, their deeds would outweigh their bad deeds. And this would be accepted from them. And then the results of the weighing of the deeds would take place. And this is that which Allah has informed us in the Quran. So the individual who would receive his book in his right hand, this individual is successful. And you have those who will receive their books in their left hand, and this individual is unsuccessful. And you have those who will receive their books behind their backs, and these individuals would be in great regret. And this was mentioned by Allah Azza in the Quran. And it was also mentioned, and uh, Shaykh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah mentioned, mentioned it, uh, Ibn Taymiyyah mentioned it in the verses that we read uh, from Surah Al-Isra and other than that from the verses. Allah Ta'ala says, Read your book, for verily today you are you are a sufficient uh, witness against yourself. And the Shaykh mentioned, Habibullah Ta'ala, whether the person read in this life, and he had the ability to read, or did not have the ability to read on Yom Al Qiyamah, the individual would have the ability to read. And the individual who would regret is the individual who would say, uh, The individual would say, Verily, I wish I did not receive my book. Verily, I, I, uh, verily, I wish I did not receive my book. And likewise, you would have those who would say, I wish I was dirt on the day of judgment, because these individuals realized that they would be entered into the hellfire. And these are some of the things that the, that the Shaykh Habib Allah Ta'ala, uh, Shaykh Al-Islam Ibn Utimir, Rahim Allah Ta'ala, and the Shaykh expounded on, uh, in tonight's lesson. And the Shaykh mentioned Habib Allah Ta'ala. <coughs> With regards to the Kufar, and yani the Shaykh al Islam Ibn, Ibn Taymiyyah mentioned it, and the Shaykh explained it. With regards to the Kufar, they will not be judged on the Day of Judgment, or they will not be the Muhasabah reckoned on the Day of Judgment, uh, similar to the believers. Because there is no deeds for those individuals. As Allah ta'ala mentioned in the Quran, وَقَدِلْنَا إِلَا مَا عَمِلُوا مَن فَجَعَلْنَاهُ هَبَاءً مَنْ ثُورًا We brought forth that which they did of deeds, and we made it like the ashes in, ashes in the wind. So the disbelievers, they would not be. Their deeds will not be weighed like the believers on the day of judgment Because the disbelievers, they have no deeds with Allah Azawajal Because of their disbelief But their actions will be numbered Their actions will be numbered And they will be questioned about their actions As the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned <coughs> That Allah does not oppress anyone And he mentioned, the Shaykh mentioned the Hadith Al-Qudsi Where Allah azza said Allah said uh, I have made oppression forbidden for you, so do not oppress one another. So Allah will not oppress them. Allah will count their deeds, and He will make them uh, He will hold them accountable for their deeds, but they will not be judged like the believers on the day of judgment. Then we mention about the, the basin of the Prophet Wasallam. Indeed, on the day of judgment, there will be a basin for the Prophet ﷺ. Its milk is wider than leaven. And it is sweeter than honey And its vessels, its cups are more than Or the number of its cups are more than the skies And more than the stars in the sky And the shaykh mentioned Habib taala It's not that a person will have to bring a cup to drink from the basin of the Prophet sallallahu wasallam. No, it has cups that are already there for the believers to drink from Its length is the length of a month And its width is the width of a month If an individual drinks from it, he will never be thirsty and the Sheikh mentioned Habib Allah Ta'ala, we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to make us firm. And we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to be from amongst those people who drink from the, the basin of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We ask Allah Azza wa Jal to make us from amongst those who do not turn to disbelief after we have once believed. And we ask Allah Ta'ala to make us from amongst those who drink from the basin of the Prophet Sallallahu Wasallam. And we ask Allah to give us the ability to do the actions that would allow us to be from those who drink from His basin Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam.
1: Dla mnie
0: يقول سعى ما قولكم في من يدعو إلى الإرجاء ويقول ما قولكم في من يدعو إلى الإرجاء ويقول أن الصلاة ليست من الإيمان
1: هذا من الإبتلا ومريض في قلبه أن الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يبين أن الصلاة والزكاه وقدرأ حمس الماغنم وأن هذا كله من الإيمان يجي شخصاً في القرن الخامس عشر يقول هذه ليست إيمان هذا الإنسان سمع من يقول هذا كان يحمد ربه أنه لم يجعله كذلك بعد ذلك أنه يرى الإيمان بضع وسبعون شعبة هذه تقاسيم الإيمان يرى الإيمان أعلى هذه الشعب لا إله إلا الله هذا لا مجرد اعتقاد هذا كلام من يرفض باللسان فلا هو يصدق أعلى هذه الخصال أعلى الشعب لا إله إلا الله وأبسط الشعب الإيمان قال إيمات الأذى الطريق حجراً عن الطريق حجر عن طريق اللي يمشون يسيرون أو السيارات ثم قال والحياة شعبه من الإيمان الحياء ليس مجرد اعتقاد لا الحياء تكف عن ما ت... ي... يعاب عليك كما قال المصطفى إنما إن مما أدرك الناس من كلام النبوة الأولى إذا لم تستحي إذا لم تستحي فاصنع ما شئت فرحى هؤلاء الذين يقولون الإيمان ليست الصلاة إيمان ولا الزكاة إيمان ولا the individual is asking what is your
0: advice for those who call to irjan they say that salat is not a part of the iman the sheikh mentioned this is a calamity This individual, this informs that this individual has a sickness in his heart The Prophet ﷺ informed that salat and zakat And paying the poor tax These are parts of iman And the Prophet ﷺ informed No And now you have an individual that comes in the 15th century And says that these are not a part of iman and the Shaykh mentioned, indeed, if an individual hears this thing, he should praise his Lord and thank Allah for not being from amongst the individuals that have this this, this belief that actions are not a part of Iman. Likewise, the Prophet Wasallam informed that Iman is 70-something branches. The highest of these branches is the statement, La ilaha illallah. This is not just a statement. This is not just a belief. This is a statement of the tongue. And... The Prophet ﷺ mentioned, and the lowest branch of Iman is to remove something from something of harm from the path. So this shows you that it was not just a belief, it's an action. And the Prophet then further uh, furthermore went on to say that shyness is from Iman. So shyness is not just a belief. Shyness is that the individual abstains from that which is displeasing. So all of this shows that actions are from Iman. But if the individual is like the Prophet said, <coughs> verily that which reached the people from the previous prophets is, if an indi- or the previous prophecies, if the individual has no shyness, then let him do that which he wishes. So, the fact that the, so if an individual is to say that salat and zakat and righteous deeds are not from iman, then this individual, the statement is a deviant statement, and it is upon an individual if they hears. This type of statement To thank Allah that they were not from amongst those Who possessed this incorrect belief الله تعالى الله تعالى القول بأن من لا يصلي فهو كافر وأنهم كذب على شيخ الإسلام ابن تيمير رحمه الله تعالى فما قولكم في هذا حفيفكم الله
1: تعالى نحمد الله أن لم نكن كذا كما يقول أن نؤمن بالله جل وعلا وملائكته وكتبه رسله وما شرع النبي يقول ومرتا أقاتل الناس حتى اشهدوا ان لا اله الا الله وان يرسل الله ويقيموا الصلاه ويؤتوا الزكاه إن اللي يعصمهم من ان يقتلوا الايمان والصلاه والزكاه شرائع الاسلام والصحابه رضي الله عنهم يرون ان عن ترك فرك العمل ترك الصلاه كفر لكن إذا سمع أحداً أحداً كلاماً مثل هذا الشخص الذي ينقر عنه هذا الكلام إذا صح فليفكر في نفسه وليحمد الله أنه لن يكون كذلك يفرض على الناس أشياء وعبث ما فرض الله علينا شيء عمل إلا وهو جزء من إيماننا
0: individuals asking there's someone in the west who says that the statement that salat whoever leaves off the prayer is a disbeliever this was something that was invented by Shaykh Ibn Basra and Shaykh and that they lied against Shaykh Ibn Uthaymin by saying he uh, held this opinion what is your opinion the Shaykh mentioned Habib Allah we thank Allah that we do not believe as this person incorrectly believes the Prophet salallahu alayhi wasallam or the belief in Allah, جل, His books, His prophets, the angels. The Prophet mentioned about this belief, where He said, I have been ordered to fight the people until they bear witness that there's no deity worthy of worship except Allah, and I am the Messenger of Allah. And they perform the salat, and they give the zakat. So, that which protects an individual, protects the life of an individual, is their belief. And the fact that they pray And they give the 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 poor tax This is that which was legislated by the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And the companions They also held the belief that an individual Who leaves off actions and from them is salat That this individual is a disbeliever So if you hear this type of speech From this individual If it is correct And it correctly attributed to this individual Then you should praise Allah That you are not You do not have this incorrect belief Allah Azza wa Jalla has not legislated actions out of just. Allah Azza wa Jalla has not legislated actions except, or out of just. Allah has not legislated actions except that they are a part of iman. يَقُولُ كَيْفَ نَقُومُ بِدَفْنِ أحد أقاربنا, الذي يعني أقاربنا وهو مسلم ولكنه قتل نفسه كيف نقوم بدفن
1: لا شك أن الانتحار وقتل المرء نفسه ذنب عظيم لكنه لا يكون أيضا كافرا إنه إذا قتل نفسه ولم يكن مشركا يدخل في قول الله ويغفر ما دون ذلك لمن يشاء الله قال ان الله لا يغفر ان يشرك به يعني من مات على الشرك الاكبر لا عمل بان يغفر له وما سوى ذلك من المعاصي فهي داخلة في ما يشاء
0: The question is asking How do we uh, deal with the burial Of a Muslim family member Who has killed uh, himself The Sheikh mentioned A person committing suicides Is a tremendous sin But the individual is not a disbeliever A Muslim who commits suicide is not a disbeliever By way of or because of committing suicide An individual who commits suicide That was a believer and not a mushrik They fall under the verse Verily Allah does not forgive that partners are set up with him But he forgives other than that to whom he wills Rather he forgives other than that to whom he wills So as long as the individual So the individual If the individual has died upon major shirk then there is no hope for the person entering into paradise. But if the individual has died as a disbeliever, then this
1: individual
0: falls under this verse.
1: يجوز لها أن تتخلم معه في حضرة زوجها وفي غير حضرته من غير ريبة و... وعلى مرصد سيء يجوز إذا سأل عن أمر من الأمور مثل يسأل عنه. عن أن تجيبه أو أرادتها أن تسأل تسأله عن نفسه وعن أولاده أو أولاده إذا كان يعرف أين ذهب والأحرج فيه كل ذلك المهم and Belkalamalyhi La in
0: Individuals asking, is it permissible for the wife of her for a wife to hold the conversation with her or to speak to? Is it permissible for the wife to speak to her? Husband's brother, her brother-in-law <coughs> In the presence of her husband The shaykh mentioned Habib <coughs> Ta'ala It's permissible for the wife To speak to Her brother-in-law <coughs> In the presence of her husband Or in the absence of her husband As long as there's no doubt Or suspicion in this type of, in this speech Or there's an ill Intention For example, there's an affair that she needs to ask about For example, if her brother-in-law Calls and he he's asking about his brother. So she answers. Or uh, the brother-in-law calls and he asks about her children. Or she asks about his children. It's permissible for her to respond to him. As long as there's no looseness in the speech. Or there's nothing that indicates that she uh, is attracted to
1: him or, or he's attracted to her or the likes.
0: And forgive me, the Sheikh Hafiz Ta'ala, he said only a few questions, so I'm going to try to answer only a few. I mean, the previous question, uh, if the individual who killed himself uh, died as a believer... يقول السائل في بيتي او في بيت والدي الكافر هناك بعض الاصنام تعبد من دون الله ويعتقد والدي انها تحميه فهل يجوز لي ان اكسر هذه الاصنام
1: اذا لم تخف من والدك ان يعمل معك شيء لا تستطيع تحمله فكسرها اذا كنت ما تحشى فبادت تقرب إلى الله جل وعلا رحيم عليه السلام كسر الأسلام وقال لهم كبير هذه الأسلام هو الذي كسر البقية فلما أرادوا أن يخرجوا لفرحهم وسرورهم ادعى أنه سقيم مريض حتى يعذرونه، فلما راحوا انصرف الى الاصنام وعندها طعام قال يستهزير بالاصنام لماذا لا تأكلون ثم كيسرها فانت اذا قدرت ان تقنع والدك لان يتوب من هذا الجرم العظيم والذنب الكبير فافح احرص
0: no. Individuals asking, in my father, in my disbelieving father's home, there are idols which are worshipped, worshipped other than Allah, and my father feels that they protect him. Is it permissible for me to destroy them? The shaykh mentioned Habib Allah Ta'ala, if you do not fear that your father would harm you in a manner that you would not be able to uh, Handle Then yes You should race In destroying them And you should seek nearness to Allah By doing so This was done by Ibrahim He destroyed the idols And he said to his people The the large one did it And this took place when they wanted to go out For a gathering And Ibrahim uh, He said to them that I'm not feeling well So when they went away uh He approached their idols and they had some food, and he said, Why don't you eat the food? Then Ibrahim destroyed them. So, the Shaykh mentioned, So, if you can destroy the idols, or Afwan, he said, So, if you can speak to your father and try to get him to abandon these idols, then do so. But if you can't, then destroy them. And if you can't destroy them, then there is nothing upon you as Allah p. P. said in the Quran fear Allah to the best of your ability <speaking in foreign language> في المشتد لجمع تبرعات للمشتد وإسيانة المشتد ونحو ذلك هل يجوز أن نبدأ هذه المناسبة
1: بتلاوه القرآن ولا بس بذلك وإذا بدأت من القرآن فإقرأوا الأشياء الآيات التي, التي تحظ على الصدقات فلا حرج إن شاء الله
0: Individuals asking, uh, we want uh, if there's uh, an event for fundraising, a fundraising event for a masjid, is it permissible to begin the fundraising event with recitation of the Quran? The Sheikh said, there's no problem in doing so. And if you do so, you should, uh, the reciter should mention verses related to charity. And there's no problem in doing so. There's a long. There's a group of questions here that are several questions. uh, And I remind the brothers, being the Sheikh said uh, he's only going to take a few questions, if you have questions here that are not answered at the end of the lesson, take your questions and we'll try to answer them in the next lesson.
1: الله جل وعلا قص علينا ذلك قال ونفخ في الصور فصعق من في السماوات ومن في الأرض. ثم قال ثم نفخ فيه أخرى فإذا هم قيام ينظرون الله لو شاء انصرعوا جميعا بدون نفخ صور ولو شاء لفهم حالا بدون نفخ صور
0: Individual asking, blowing into into the horn, is it one time or two times? The sheikh mentioned Allah Ta'ala. Allah mentioned this in the Quran. Allah mentions that the the horn will be blown in and everyone would fall, and then the horn would be blown in a second time, and then they would be standing, looking. And verily, Allah Azza wa if He wanted to, He would have uh, uh, He would have decreed everyone to drop without blowing it into the horn. But Allah Subhanahu did so to clarify to the creation that Allah Azza wa is able to do all things. So the Sheikh mentioned, that it's twice?" يقول السهل إذا رفع الختيب إذا رفع الختيب يديه أثناء خطبة الجمعة ويدعو فهل للمصلين أن يرفعوا, أن يرفعوا أيديهم؟
1: لا ثم ليس من السنة أن الإمام يحرك يديه ويخطب إن الـ 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 يتحكى له هو اللسان ليس التحريك لكن إذا فعل شيء فامره يسير واما الماموم مطلوب منه انه لا يحرك ساكناً ما دام الإيمان يخطب ولا يمس ارض ولا يشتغل بالمسواك ولا يحرك الساعه يمنه ويسرح لا يكون منصتا واذا اخل بذلك فاته فضل الجمعه يقول لما قال من مس الحصى فقد لغى ومن لغى فلا جمعه له يعني لا ثواب له
0: the khatib, the person that's given the khutbah, yom if he raises his hand in supplication, is it permissible for the people to raise their hands? The shaykh said, no, they should not raise their hands. And it is not from the sunnah for him to raise his hands. Likewise, uh, the khatib or the person given the khutbah, yom he speaks with his hands. He doesn't speak, uh, one, he speaks with his tongue, he doesn't speak with his hands. But if he does it, it is something simple. It is not a great matter. But for the people to move, it is incorrect. During the khutbah, the people should not move. They should not play with the ground. They should not play with their miswak. They should not move their watch. And if the person does so, then uh, they do not receive the reward for the, the Juma prayer. يقول السؤال هل صحيح ان يقال انه لا يوجد علماء في الدنيا الا في المملكه العربيه السعوديه هل صحيح أن يقال انه لا يوجد علماء الدنيا الا في لا هذا ليس
1: بل ان شاء الله يوجد علماء في الإسلام في كل مكان بحول الله علماء المملكة وذلك بفضل الله يعملون بموجب العقيدة يعني في إخلاص العبادة وشروط التوحيد وهذا من فضل الله ثم بركة الشيخ رحمة الله عليه الشيخ محمد بن عبد الوهاب لما قام في القرن الثاني عشر الهجري ودعا إلى التوحيد وقد انتشر ذلك في العالم الاسلامي فالف بعض علماء الهند مؤلفات في نصر الدعوه وردد صداها ايضا المغرب الاقصى في العالم الاسلامي
0: Is it correct to say, the individual is asking, is it correct to say that there are only scholars in Saudi Arabia? The Sheikh said, no, this is not correct to say this. And he said, by the permission of Allah, there are scholars in, uh, far parts of the world. By the permission of Allah Azzawajal. And he said, the reason why you have so many scholars in Saudi Arabia, this is the, 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 the blessing of Allah Azzawajal. Because the scholars in Saudi Arabia, they act upon and they spread the correct aqidah. And they spread the, the conditions for tawheed and the likes. This is the blessing that Allah had blessed the da'wah of Shaykh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab in the 12th century with when he called to Tawheed. And his da'wah, the da'wah to Tawheed became spread in uh, different parts of the world. And even you had individuals in India, they wrote, uh, they authored books uh, calling to this correct da'wah. And likewise in uh, the West and Morocco and the likes. So this is from the da'wah of the Shaykh, the blessed, blessed da'wah of the Shaykh Rahimallah. Ta'ala. يقول يسأل هل من تعليق على قول النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لو تعلمون ما أعلموا لا دحكتم قليلا ولا بكيتم كثيرا
1: نعم النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أحبر أصحابه بما هو الواقع بالنسبة له ولهم هم لو يعلمون ما عده الله جل وعلا من عذاب وعقوبات للظالمين لكن في هم وخوف يقضي على أسباب فرحهم وسرورهم، لكن من رحمة الله جل وعلا أنهم لا يعلمون كثيرا مما يعلمه النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام لما ذكر سماع آثار المعذبين في قبرهم أخبرنا الله جل وعلا حجب الناس يعرف ذلك إذا صرح المجرم في القبره إذا ضرب مرزبة لو يسمعه الناس صعب فمن رحمة الله بنا أن أمور نجهلها لكن مع ذلك علينا أن نخاف الله
0: Individuals asking, can you comment on the statement of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam? If you knew, the statement of the Prophet to his companions If you knew that which I knew, you would laugh less and you would cry more The Shaykh mentioned Habib Ta'ala, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa informed this to his companions About the, the reality of what he knows and the reality of what they know And he said to them, if you knew that which I knew From amongst the things that Allah has prepared Or the punishment that Allah has prepared For the oppressors and the wrongdoers Then verily they would be in a state of fear To the extent that it would take away all of their joy and happiness But from the mercy of Allah That Allah has prevented us from knowing Much of that which the Prophet knew In terms of punishment and the likes You have the example where the Prophet ﷺ said, Verily the people of the grave, they are being punished. And we can't hear that punishment. But he informed that when an individual is hit with this hammer, that this individual screams and yells. And if we were to hear this, we would fall unconscious. So this is from the mercy of Allah Azza wa Jalla. Do you have يجوز للخطيب أن يخطب to read ثم عند قيام Jum'ah and أو عند the prayer of the عاقل will الناس؟
1: يجوز to إلا أن الأفضل أن من يخطب الجمعة هو الذي الناس في Jum'ah النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم
0: Individuals asking on a day of Jum'ah Is it permissible for a person to give the khutbah And then when it is time to pray To allow someone else to uh, lead the prayer The Sheikh said it's permissible But that which is better and more preferred Is that the one who gives the sermon The one who gives the khutbah He is the one that leads the people This is the sunnah this is that which the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa performed and his Khulafa' ar-rashideen. What if there's an emergency or the likes, then it is permissible for him to designate someone else to lead the people in prayer. My
1: friends, there are no questions for the people. And the time is not helping me a lot. There are some things that say, when someone has a question, but with that, I thank them for the commitment. واسأل الله جل وعلا لي ولهم والإخوان المسلمين في كل مكان أن يصلح حالنا ومالنا وأن يجيرنا من الفتن ما ظهر منها وما بطن وأن يوفقنا للعمل الصالح الذي يرضيه عنا وأن يحسن عاقبتنا وأن يصلحنا ويصلح ذرياتنا وأن يغفر لنا ولأمواتنا وأحياءنا. ونساله باسمائه وصفاته ان يعز الاسلام والمسلمين وان يذل الكفر والكافرين والمنافقين وان ينتصر لاهل الايمان من الظالمين وان يعاجل عقوبه المجرمين المعتدين على عباد الله وان يغار للمسلمين من انتهاك المجرمين لحرماتهم وسفك دمائهم وتدمير بلادهم فنسأله جل وعلا أن نرى آثار غضبه عليهم عاجل غير عاجل في الشام وفي فلسطين وفي كل مكان يعتد الكفار على أهلنا، كما نسأل الله جل وعلا أن يرينا في الدول المتجبرة الكافره التي تقدر على إطفاء هذه الفتن ثم لا تفعل ولا تخشى أحدا في توقفها نسأل الله جل وعلا أن يرينا فيهم آثار سخطه في روسيا وفي البقية كإيران والعراق وكل من ينصر الباطل ويذل أهل الحق كما نسألوه جل وعلا أن يوفقنا جميعا الاهتداء بهذاية الله وأن يهدي المسلمين في كل مكان وأن يوفقهم لإخلاص العمل لوجه الله جل وعلا والتوبة من الذنوب والإفتار من ذكر الله بالتسليح والتهليل والتكبير والتحميد والاستغفار كما نسألوه جل وعلا لبلادنا هذه المملكة أن يصونها عن كل فتنة ويحميها عن كل بليه وان يوفق ولاه الامر فيها للقيام بنصره هذا الدين والذود عنه وتسهيل الوصول الى البلاد المفضله في مكه والمدينه للمسلمين وان يجازي الولاه ومن يقوم مقامهم على مثل هذه الاعمال بما يجازي على indeed my brothers
0: are generous in the amount of questions that they send up، and at times it is not permissible or it is not possible to answer all of the questions. But I thank you for your diligence and we ask Allah azza wa jal for for me and for you. To um, And all of the Muslims in every place To bless us And we ask Allah to protect us from all types of fitna And we ask Allah to make our righteous deeds Sincerely for his face And we ask Allah to correct our children And our offspring And we ask Allah to give might and glory to Islam And to debase disbelief And we ask Allah to punish those Who are uh, afflicting the Muslims With uh, calamities And we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to show us the signs of his anger upon the, the the oppressors in Syria and Palestine and other places in the world. We ask Allah Azawajal to punish those countries that have the ability, those disbelieving countries that have the ability to stop that which they see of oppression but they choose not to. And we ask Allah Azawajal to uh, assist the truth and to debase the falsehood. And we ask Allah Azawajal to give us the, the ability, the the tawfiq, the success to follow his guidance And to give the Muslims the success to follow his guidance And we ask Allah to make our actions sincerely for his face And to bless us and to reward us And we ask Allah Azza wa To allow us to perform righteous deeds And to increase in our remembrance of Allah And to increase in our istighfar And we ask Allah Azza wa To bless this country And to bless its rulers And to allow them to uh, support the truth we ask Allah to bless them for making it easy for the people to get to Mecca and Medina and to reward them for, uh, you know, building that which they're building to make their fairs, uh, the, the pilgrimage and the likes easy. And indeed Allah Azza wa Jalla is able to answer the supplication. And our last supplication is all praise be to Allah the Lord of the worlds, and may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his family and his uh, companions.